Podcast on Power Talk AM 1460 and FM 101.1. Streaming worldwide on iHeartRadio. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, and today my guest is award-winning director R.J. Daniel Hanna, and we will be talking about his brand-new movie, Miss Virginia. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Thanks so much. I'm really happy to be on. It's uh, it's my pleasure. I, I really enjoyed your movie very much, and I have lots of questions for you, but I would like you to just let the audience know a little bit of what Miss Virginia is all about. Sure. Um, Miss Virginia is about a real-life woman, uh, Virginia Walden Ford, who, um, when her son was sort of falling through the crack at his local school, she kind of saw that there was not really much that she could do with him within the system by herself. So she started kind of a whole organization, a whole movement of parents in the neighborhood to uh, reach better educational opportunities for their kids. And as you said, in Washington, D.C. And this is, it is a true story. Um, And she, you know, was able to come overcome great obstacles so it was I love stories like that uh, very inspirational uh, never to give up but I'd like to know how did this project come to you how did you get involved Sure. Um, so I knew the writer, Erin O'Connor, and she had been working on the story with the Real Life Virginia for, for quite a while. And she sent the script over to me, just sort of like, hey, could you just read this and let me know what you think? Let me know if you think it works as a movie or, or if there's any shortcomings. And I, I read the script and had you know my own ideas based on how I thought maybe they could consolidate things or really focus on the heart of the story, which I saw as you know the love between a mother and son and, and the, the fact that a parent will kind of really do anything to find for their kids and try and give their kids a better, you know, opportunities in life. And so it was kind of about focusing the story in. And over the course of time, as we discussed the story more, and I think, you know, she saw that I that I really re- responded to it, I was asked to pitch to direct and I eventually became the director. How exciting. Did you have any idea that that might happen when they asked you to kind of look over the script? I really didn't. Um, yeah, I was really not expecting that, honestly. And uh, I was really, I was really excited and happy to, to have the opportunity and then I kind of thought about how I thought the movie should kind of look and feel and, and presented that to them. And, you know, we had conversations back and forth and it was really uh, a collaboration. Well, it's, it, it, it really turned out very, very well. And I must, I wanted to say, so the audience knows, it stars uh, Uzo Aduba and Matthew Modine and, um, and you know, Emmy Award winning uh, Uzo Aduba. How did you attract her to this project and, and Matthew Modine but for that matter? Um, they both really responded to the story. And, and like you said, it really is a powerful and moving story. Um, it, it's kind of, it's a story about, you know, grassroots movements and people who kind of felt like they had no voice really banging together to, to create a voice for themselves in order to, to change the system, you know, that was failing them. Mm-hmm. And Uzo really responded to that. And, uh, you know, she re- we sent her the script and through, you know, her representatives and all that. And, she described it really well. We, we just spoke on the phone the first time, um, you know, so she'd kind of get a sense of where we were all coming from. And uh, she put it really well when we spoke on the phone is that when Virginia starts out, she is sort of afraid to even speak up to her child's high school principal. But by the end of the movie, she's able to speak forcefully and commandingly in front of Congress. 
you know, and that's sort of the evolution of, of this character and the evolution a lot of these parents went on as they as they kind of learned how to become their own heroes. And what, you know, what an amazing woman. I mean, truthfully, what an amazing woman that, uh, you're right, you know, not even being able to, to talk with her principal and then just be in front of Congress. Um, I just I love that kind of transition when people become the warrior, you know, they be, from being victim perhaps Absolutely. to warrior. And she certainly was a warrior and continues to be. Uh, continues to be over many many obstacles and odds. What what I had uh, was curious about was the um, and I don't know if this was a fictional character or probably wasn't, but um, the the congresswoman that was against it. I couldn't quite fathom why she was against having better education for her the children in in her uh, constituency. Um, was that a real character that actually did that did happen? Yeah, I mean, everyone sort of, it, it, it definitely, you know, there definitely were opponents to the, to the, to the program. And, uh, the characters are all kind of, the characters are all fictionalized, but they, they do take their, you know, we do, we do take them, uh, from real life characters. And, but so uh, in Congress and stuff, there's sort of, uh, what would you call it? Sometimes they're, they're combined characters, mm-hmm. you know, in order to make it a little bit more, a little easier to follow, but there definitely were opponents to the program. And I think, you know, really what it comes down to is, um, you know, as we all kind of know in Washington and in politics, everyone sort of has their, their fights that they're fighting and, and their, their side that they're sticking with. And, um, kind of what we wanted the movie to do was to say, you know, we have to sort of look at, we have to kind of keep an open mind and, and, uh, and kind of look at all the best solutions and not just pigeonhole, and stick behind just one solution, you know? Well, it's, again, amazing because there's such gridlock going on always, it seems like, in in Washington, that she was able to to actually move this through the way she did. And it wasn't, uh, it was a, it, it seemed like from the movie, and again, maybe, you know, you were shortened the time period, it didn't seem like it took her that long. Did it take um, many years? I mean, obviously it took some years, but how many, how long did it take her to actually uh, move this forward? Uh, we did simplify it a little bit. It did take, um, it did take several years. Uh, and, and part of that was because there's so many steps involved in the process. And then the fight really continued also beyond that, uh, because they wound up at one point losing the scholarship fund. And so there was sort of, uh, a renewed, there was a renewed effort then for everyone to get back out and protest again and get it renewed. And they were able to do that. So it was like, uh, they really fought for this kind of continuously for many years. Um, and it is really incredible that they were able to do it. And it just shows, I think the power of, the power of really showing up in person too, you know, and, and organizing and getting out there and making sure people really knew, uh, what, what they wanted, you know, before social media and all that kind of stuff. So if you wanted people to, if you wanted a story about you, you had to be, you had to be present, you know, you had to be outside of Congress. And she was, and she persevered, and she persisted. To, I mean, literally, all the things she had to go through are, are, are truly amazing. I, I love Matthew Modine in this role, I have to tell you. I've, I had the opportunity to meet him, the pleasure of meeting him uh, a couple of years ago. And I, in, and at first I was like, oh, is, is he going to be sort of one of these characters that, you know, is sort of um, diff- a difficult character, let's put it that way, which he was. But then, you know, then it was really kind of a real Matthew Modine type of role in the sense of, 
kind of in alignment with who he is, I believe, as a person too, and his, you know, what kinds of things that he believes in, and the, um, and the types of stories that he likes to do and whatnot. Did you find that to be true? It really was, and, and you're absolutely right to say the character really does, you know, line up with with Matthew in many ways because he he is such a he's a very passionate person and also just a really fun and quirky and unique person. And it was really great that he brought that to the role. And and going back to what you'd said earlier, um, you know, asking what drew the characters to the to the parts. When I first spoke with Matthew about it, what really drew him to it was. He he like he thought when he first read, oh no, this guy is such a jerk. You know, he just he just dismissed her because it, she has to convince him too. Right. And that's what, you know, what the movie's about. It's her at every stage. It's it's a woman who's alone who at each stage starts to build, you know, build her team and build her her people that are going to fight for her. And she has to convince them. And, and Matthew, playing a congressman, is one of the is really the first like official person that she gets on board. And, um, yeah, what I really loved about working with him was just, just the humor and the, all the ideas that he brought to the part. It really was such a pleasure. And he and Uzo together are such a, such a quirky and unusual, unexpected team. So any scene with the two of them, uh, I just loved watching them interact with each other and, and play off each other. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I thought that the chemistry between them was really great and especially the golf scenes. <laughs> the, golf, when, yeah. the golf scene there. Yeah. Now, was any of that ad-libbed? Because it really was, a, it was rather, it was very funny. Uh, was that in the script? Or? Um, I, there, there, most of the stuff on the golf scene, I believe, you know what I believe? Matthew did ad-lib his final line of that scene where he's like, that shot doesn't count, you know? <laughs> uh, where he's kind of, because uh, she comes up, just to set the scene up a little bit, she comes, you know, he's on the golf course and he's always kind of rejected her. And she's just gone through and gotten all these parents, you know, to to come on board and start supporting her. And she goes back to Matthew, the congressman, shows up on the golf course and kind of interrupts his game in the middle of it to tell him, OK, you said nobody cared. Well, look, people care, you know, and they have some funny exchanges there. They're just it's just two worlds colliding, you know, this this mom from a low income neighborhood in D.C. And then this sort of, you know, kind of hoity toity congressman. Um so yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes too. Yeah. First first day we shot with Matthew too. Oh, was um, it? So that was really yeah, it was just really fun getting to just just play around on the golf course and just try and bring out the humor because I think that's something that you know the movie is very inspiring and a very moving um, story, but kind of I think all human stories have have humor in them because people are funny and people respond sometimes to uh, really difficult situations by by finding the humor and the lightness and things. And uh, it was really great to be able to bring that out. Definitely. Yeah, you definitely, um, uh, you know, sometimes we just have to laugh at things that are serious, you know, <laughs> because if we don't, exactly. we start crying a lot. So, you know, we sometimes have to make light exactly. of those <laughs> situations, and she certainly did. You know, how long did it take for you to get to the point where production actually started on this film? Uh, it took a long time. You know, the way um, I've been marking time is, we would have kind of an annual meeting, you know, with the production company about various things in New York. And we, and we just had our, our screening in New York. And I realized this was the fourth time that I'd been there for this meeting. So that it maybe not, not totally four years, but it was probably about two years or so before we actually started uh, production. And uh, I, I obviously wasn't involved full time, but, you know, I was reading through the script with the writer and we were bouncing ideas around. 
and then um you know the pre-production and casting and all of that we started pretty early trying to trying to get our team together you know um starting with uzo and going from there so yeah probably about two years and how long were uzo and matthew attached to the project for that two years had um, they been attached well, uzo, or? yeah so so actually um matthew came in uh later most of the cats came in later um we were kind of going through the process and also making offers and, and Matthew of course was like a, was like an offer, you know, um, offer only. And we just knew that he would bring so much, so, you know, so much, such a spark to it. But Uzo actually, when we first spoke, we realized that she was not going to be available for about a whole year because she had, um, orange is the new black commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically we thought we had been planning on shooting earlier and we thought, Oh, this is terrible. It's not going to work with Uzo, you know, um, after we just had this great conversation and, and it, she really got the part, you know, and then after we talked about it as a team, we decided, you know, she's just the right person for the role. She has just the right quality. She has like what Virginia has, which is a lot of, a lot of charisma and a lot of charm and a lot of humor and just a lot of passion. And and she just felt perfect for the role. So we said, you know what? Okay. It's a year. We're going to, we're going to, working on the project we'll start finding locations and getting our cast together and um you know before you know it the time goes by and uh there's always a million things to do to get a movie ready uh so it really actually worked out perfectly i think well i'm so glad you were able to secure her because she is absolutely wonderful in this role and you're right all of the characteristics you just mentioned exactly how you know the character and how she comes across in, uh, in the film, and just it sounds it looks, sounds like from you that that's her character in real life too. It it really is. Um, you, you get you get all those things. You get her strength and you get her sweetness. You know when you get to know her um, as a person, and uh, it you know it's just something. Who else but Uzo is going to do that? You know because she's one she's one of those few people that's won an Emmy for comedy and drama for the same part, and I think that's kind of. A little bit what Virginia's like, too, you know, um, as a character and a real person. That speaks volumes, doesn't it? I did not, I, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that until you just said it, that she won for drama and comedy for the same role. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Right there. It amazing. is. Amazing. You know, there are a lot of emotional moments in this film. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and what that was like on the set? Yeah, you know, we really, in those situations where there definitely are major highs and lows, you know, of the film and their journey, and especially the the really emotional ones, like um, when she gets, uh, you know, when her son, when she's no longer able to afford the new school for her son, which is kind of what sparks her to say there has to be another way, um, and she realizes she has to take him out of a school that that he loves and put him back into a school where he's not learning anything and, and... um, you know, uh, under the threat of kind of violence and bullying, that was a really powerful moment in the film. And and there's a much later m- moment in the movie that I shouldn't spoil, but there's a very dramatic, you know, moment at the end where you kind of see the the hard the hard realities of of the street life um, that she's trying to help her son escape. Uh, in, in those moments, really just try and, and get out of the way and let the actor have the space and be able to have the time and space to, to create the emotion that they need to create. Obviously you have lots of conversations beforehand, 
but for me, um, the actor, the actor is always going to just get to the heart of it for themselves. And at that point, late in the movie, um, really, we just tried to get give her as much space as possible, clear everyone away who who wasn't essential to uh, just the actual exact moment. You know, everyone in the crew is essential, but for the people who didn't need to be there or actually shooting, um, we just kind of gave her as much space and privacy as we could so she could go there, you know, and, and she goes there. She's amazing. She does. Yeah, she does. So, well, the, you know, the proof is on the screen of, uh, of, of her performance. It really is amazing. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Jam Price Show all about movies. And today my guest is award-winning director R.J. Daniel Hanna. And we're talking about his brand new movie, Miss Virginia. You, the, the film, um, has a lot of young actors in it. So can you tell me a little bit about how it was working with these young actors? Cause they're, they're the major part of, of the film too, uh, along with Matthew and Uzo. Um, so what was that like? I love that. You know, I love working with, um, with the young actors. You know, there's, there are several in the film, um, Niall, uh, her son and then her, uh, another young, a young drug dealer who's, who, um, starts also getting involved in the program, uh, and helping her are the two biggest ones. And yes. really it was, it was such a pleasure working with both of them. Niles and Naji. um, Niles is on, this is us. And, and Naji does a lot of voice work on, uh, he's on the Spider-Man show and does a lot of other things. They just, um, it was just really fun to watch them riff on each other. Naji especially is a big improviser. And so, their scenes together, you know, he would always throw a little bit, he'd always throw like something new in there. And it was really fun. And, and Niles always stays in character. So he'd always respond and never, never get rattled by that. It was really just like, um, I, I love all the different types of actors and different working styles um, that they bring. Cause it just brings a different energy to the set and keeps things alive. And, and for them, both of them, like just casting the casting process, they just brought some, they were just so special from, you know, from the first moment we saw them that, that we knew we had to have them in the movie. And, and, uh, I'm so glad we do. Oh yeah. They, they really keep it alive. Yeah. They, they do. They're both, again, and it's an excellent cast, but they were both excellently, uh, you know, cast for in the, in their roles. What, um, what's your directorial style? Do you do a lot of improvisation and improvisation or, uh, or do you like to keep it tight and keep more to the script? Um, I do like to have improvisation, you know, if, if the actors are comfortable with it, because f- for me, I come from editing. I edited a lot before I was a director. And so I'm always looking for, okay, how do we get that moment that kind of feels alive and kind of sparks through the screen, you know, and and some actors are just like they get in the moment and they bring different things to it. They bring different lines. They do unexpected things, and um, it just kind of shakes everything up a little bit. And I like that. Um, I like that that energy and that life. Yeah. Do you, how long was the shoot on this film? The shoot was uh, nineteen days. It was very fast. Oh, really um, fast. Yeah. So, so it was very fascinating. We had a really committed team, really committed cast, and, and they made it. You know, they made it so that the whole thing went off without a hitch. 
Um, yeah, with that's that, a tight suit. I don't, I don't know if people would usually know, but that's very short. That's a very short, yes, very, very short. Um, so did that allow for very much rehearsal prior to starting shooting, or did you just kind of have to jump in? Um, I had a, I had two days of rehearsal with, with Uzo, about, about a day and a half, and I had a couple days with uh, Niles, and, or a couple hours with Niles and Najee. So it was pretty, it was pretty quick, but, but honestly, it was enough to to just uh, go through the script and talk about things and allow, um, you know, allow Uzo and Niles to meet each other and, and talk. And cause obviously they have to play mother and son. Um, so it just gave us a little opportunity for everyone to get to know each other, get comfortable with each other. And, and that was kind of all we needed. Perfect. That's great that everybody got, you know, could, blend that quickly together so often it takes a a long time to have that happen to have that chemistry develop so that was wonderful that that was able to happen so quickly especially when you're on such a tight schedule for sure the film uh, was it entirely shot on location no we actually shot we shot three weeks in la and then we did uh four days in dc okay dc being primarily um primarily about the uh the exteriors you know um and getting a sense of the city and then obviously we have a a giant rally scene outside of congress where all the parents march down there and so obviously we we shot that in dc and it was amazing to get to do that in the actual you know in the actual city on the actual place where that happened yeah well i um my family lives outside of washington dc so it's it was it's was great to see all of those wonderful places on your film for sure um how difficult was it to film in dc um it'll in some ways it's difficult in some ways it was it's easy because um you know dc was at least from my perspective as, as a director, it seemed like the city was, was receptive to us filming. Um, but there are, there's just always complications here there. You get into the real, the real complications like, uh, this is maybe a little too in the weeds, but you know, when we did shoot, there was two rallies outside of Congress and, and one at the end, they actually get arrested. And when we shot that one, you know, there were a lot of rules about where we could and couldn't show, um, DC police arresting someone because, there's different police districts all over. So we wound up having to actually shoot it in the street in between uh, Congress and the park with Congress in the background in order to legally be able to do that scene. So that's one of those things that people probably don't really think about is uh, the logistics that go into filming and how uh, we were very restricted in that sense. But at the end of the day, you kind of sometimes the restrictions wind up, you know, producing something new and different and exciting, kind of like improvisation. Um, so yeah, overall it was it was easy. We were going fast, but but we had a really great access. That's great. That's great. Where is this film going to be shown? When is it open? So it's opening October eighteenth. It's going to be in select theaters, which you can see at missvirginiamovie dot com uh, if there's a theater near you. But at the same time, it's also going to be on iTunes, Amazon, all the digital platforms at the same time. Uh, so really, everyone can rent it anywhere. And it can be pre-ordered right now on iTunes. And uh, I, I really hope people see it because I think it's such a powerful, moving story. And it's the kind of movie I think you get a little bit of a little bit of everything. You know, you know, you get a you get you get inspired. You have humor. You have drama, and definitely you have great great actors. I agree, Daniel. I think this is a movie everybody should see. And right now, with everything that's going on in the world, we need an uplifting, feel-good movie, uh, and one with a, a real live heroine. 
who overcame great odds to do what she did and wouldn't take no for an answer. She just she was defeated so many times and yet came back. And I just admire anyone who can do that. So I, I just think your f- film is a, just a wonderful tribute uh, to Virginia. And um, and I do agree. Everybody should see this movie. Definitely. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show and I wish you much success. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. This was great. Thank you. If you're just tuning in, my guest today has been award-winning director R.J. Daniel Hanna and we've been talking about his new movie, Miss Virginia. If you've missed any of the Jam Price shows all about movies, you can find us on my website, thejampriceshow.com, iHeart's podcast channel, and even on, if you have a smart TV, we are on your smart TV. So you can <laughs> just type in Jam Price Show on your smart TV and listen to all the archive shows there. On Power Talk AM 1460 and FM 101.1, streaming worldwide on iHeartRadio, Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show.